Now, go get some Flyboys, Porch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to oh, the yes. Friendly Geordies Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. And for those of you who always ask, I've seen a few comments like that. I'm never able to find the pre-show of the podcast. Yeah. It's because you're not a patron. So either you become a patron and you can go on Friendly Geordies Podcast Patreon page and you can access the pre-show as well as the uplate. Or if you want to access it without paying, you can always watch us live on Twitch and we usually do the pre-show as well. So exactly. there's a way if you're not doing so well financially. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, all you have to do is waste your time. First uh, first topic. <laughs> <the> sound effect. <laughs> first topic I'm guessing is going to be a very short one, but what's been dominating the headlines is Scott Morrison claiming that he is actually Gandhi and he has never lied. He said that he was asked, because you know how Macron was calling him a liar. Mm. And so he was pressed on some radio show being like, do, do, do you lie heaps, mate? Is, is that what's going on here? Like, you're just a liar? And he's like, no, nah, I do, do, do not lie at all. I do not lie at all. And he's like, have you ever lied? And he's like, nah, I've never lied in public office before. Jesus and so then Christ. like- every- I don't know what else you say to that though. You have to just say yeah. another lie. No, yeah. you don't. You don't. What you do not say is I've never lied ever. Because like, that's dumb. What's going to happen is people are going to put comparison videos of every time you've ever lied. But if you say that well, you're you a liar, yeah. I suppose you've saved everyone else the time of doing the comparison videos. Yeah. What would there's a more so, diplomatic way of doing? There's it. a more. It was just like which is which is be like you know what well, you know what you should say yeah, about top secret stuff, of course. Not even just skirt around yeah. the question, dude. You go like this. You go well. Lying. I mean, this day and age, in the political, you know, you just bullshit, like the political sphere, there's a wide variety of avenues which we all take, which, and at this point, the person's forgotten the question. You're like, and in this service, there is a number of, look, I took an oath. Do you know the, do you know those books that are in Parliament? It's not just all about billabongs. Mm. It's mainly about them, but there's other things too. <laughs> what, if, what if he had just said, what if he had just said, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Such a specific body of water. <laughs> what do you think about this answer? If he was say, have you ever lied in public office before? You, and he was, and he says, well, if it's for the welfare of Australians, yes, I do. And I'm not ashamed of it. That's pretty, that's a boss one, but you can't Damn. say that. It's a boss you, you, line. What do you think? I think it could fly. Work. As opposed to lying, lying for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, it's I've ambiguous. never lied ever, which is a lie. So he lied about the time how he's never lied. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a good, that's not the right it's, thing to say. Yes. But how long were you cooking that up, Ali? If someone just asked you on the fly, do you think that you could retrieve that? Because I think knowing me, mm-hmm. I would just say, yeah, I've lied. Probably lying right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you can never run for no, like I think young you, labor. I think you can foresee it for several reasons. One, you're thinking of it from a perspective of like, you're not the prime minister and someone just makes you the prime minister and asks you that question. You might not be able to answer and you might say something like, oh, I've never lied. But if you're the prime minister, which has to regularly, at least if not lie, then uh, in, dabble in gray areas in terms of truth sometimes for genuine reasons and also the entire news cycle for last week has been dominated by how you're a liar maybe you think of a response that's appropriate true do you think it's forgivable Fair. if you Fair. say 
Human beings, on average, lie 26 that, times a day. <laughs> that, that would work for you and you only. Dude, the, the Prime Minister's not on Twitch. <laughs> Actually, I mean, if you look at the statistics, I think uh, in both of our conversations, both of us have lied at least three and a half times per average. Dude, there is a, there's a reason why What I about like this is a response? No, I do not lie. Do you? <laughs> Let me ask you this. How do I go to create one job? <laughs> that would be a better response than I've never lied in my life. <laughs> that's, the best, that's the best response. Oh, God. Bring back whatever his name is. Shucky, Shucky Ducky. Ducky kind of man. What's his name again? Herman Cain. I don't know why I keep thinking his name's Wesley Pipes. Dude, Herman Cain. Bring him back to the dead. Herman Cain might be a funnier name than Wesley Pipes. Get the hashtag trend. Bring back Citizen Cain. Dude, he, he, oh, that is so good. That is a good response. No, I, I don't know. How's it going to treat one job? It's a great response. Yeah, yeah it that is would actually. Work. I still think that if, I you're saying, that. if you're saying uh, the average person lies 26 times, I reckon I lie about 13 times a day. So I'm twice as honest as everyone else in this country. <laughs> Well, that's actually quite a keating answer. That's cool, yeah. about it. Like, See, so it's just like yeah. you've alienated everyone, including yeah, yourself. Yeah, but that's an autistic <laughs> answer. It would be appreciated by artists, but it would be not appreciated. Well, what would be appreciated by the average person? Oh, I don't lie, but I fib. Tell fibs all the time. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a, not a bad. little white lies. If you're somewhere, but dude, you could also go the aggressive waterboarding strategy, which is you know how when like Bush was asked and like his uh, cabinet were like, well, how do you justify torture? And their basic response was, look, mate, you there's certain dirty stuff that we have to do that you don't need to know about, but what you should be grateful for is that someone's willing to do that for you. And that, for some reason, a lot of Americans were like, yeah, fair enough. I just don't want to know about it, but I know it happens, and I also know <laughs> that it would need to happen in certain situations. It's definitely the way to garner respect out mm. of the situation. Dude, I'm telling you, you guys aren't paying. Like, think about... it's all, Dude, po those, those, those fucking press conferences are, are all about deflection. Like, think about what Alvo would do. He'd be like, this is what you do. You'd go, he'd say, do you ever lie? He'd be like, this is what you should say. He'd be like, Actually, that's a that's a very silly question. and that is also beside the point. Let's start talking about policy. I think he'd say this. Uh, no, mate, I never lie. And uh, <laughs> coincidentally, that's a lovely jumper you've got on. Today, Actually, mate. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's really a reflection of your personality, isn't it? Mm. It's a reflection of your personality. And Scomo's personality is just a fucking bullshit. To lie. To lie. Yeah. But like, but you you yeah. know what's the most appropriate response when like, because I didn't know about this. My brother told me. My brother was like, "Oh, Scomo said he's never lied," and my immediate response was the same as like any other uh, boomer sitting living in Sarah Hills. Well, that's Scotty from marketing for oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty from marketing, because that is such a Scotty from marketing it, response. It is, <laughs> it is, it is, it is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, look, I think we've come to the conclusion that uh, Scott Morrison could have been handled isn't... better. <laughs> no, he's never lied. I think I'm convinced he's speaking the truth. Yeah, maybe he's never in his life. <laughs> That's so Scott insane. Morrison has never lied. I reckon he's told more lies than truths. <laughs> in fact, definitely. <laughs> That's a fucking fact. <laughs> the shit is pushing in Parliament.
You know, like, I think work choices is the right move. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware Dude, work choices is a but you know what, old policy, but a, you get the point. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. bit like Trump where I, sometimes I genuinely think he doesn't know that he's lying. Yeah. Like, he would say, like, I've never rubbished uh, electric vehicle technology ever in my life. And you look at, like, a video from, like, three years ago. He's like, it's the dumbest thing ever. They're canceling weekends. I think he just forgets because, you know, when you lie so much, you forget yeah. that you've lied. So yeah. you think you've been speaking but the also, truth. So even if you weren't, don't you think that, does that count as a lie if you don't know it's a lie? George Costanza. It's not a lie if you, you believe, believe it. it. Mm. That was and a pearl. I remember being seven and hearing that and being like, but it's kind nah, of that doesn't apply to Scott Morrison. That applies to someone like Alex Jones, you know. Yes. <laughs> so why not? Why not Scott Morrison? Oh, you don't think he actually believes it? Yeah, no, because he's he's too he's much of a dodgy person. He's like he's such a marketing guy yeah. that. But Trump, he's I like whatever like works. His own shit. I think Trump believes his own shit. And now he's saying, you know, Scott, he is saying he's the underdog now. <laughs> He is the underdog. Uh, well, that's yeah, but that's how he's painting himself. Yeah, like that's just a battler from the eastern suburbs. <laughs> Move to Kuji, battling on with my various properties. Yeah. Battle. My scam How friend. long did you go? And I've got a game at that uh, Sharks owned golf club, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just yeah. a regular guy and hurry up. I need to play golf with the police commissioner after this. That's right. He's also a battler. He, you know, his lawn's pretty brown right now. <laughs> Underdogs can have a personal security guard <laughs> <laughs> Or two uh, Okay, alright Well, look that's that's we've, we've exhausted that one But I think Alright, so the next one And uh, this is more of something That I kind of wanted to bring up And it might get us into a little bit of trouble Hot water But Alright, A-U-W-U Get ready to clip Take Panthera, notes. Panthera, Panthera <laughs> But like, come on We have to defend this man I, at least I have to defend. Paul Keating recently did a speech <laughs> yeah. where he spoke about certain foreign policy ideas of Australia, which have landed him into a lot of controversy. Not only is the Liberal Party calling him not a traitor, but like um, selling some of their... Like, it's actually... it's uh, The whole rhetoric... Anyway, I'll, I'll start. It, it's gone really toxic. Like you usually don't have these in the democratic societies. But basically, what Paul Keating said, and you can agree or disagree with it, but this is his thesis, which I want to preface also happens to be mine too. So right. I want to put that out there first. But which is his point is which get ready to make a lot of snarky comments. Yeah, yeah. We got the right colored table. So according to Paul Keating, <laughs> Taiwan is. The crux of it is that it's not worth Australia fighting a war with China for. He says that Taiwan isn't an inherent security issue for Australia. Hence, our strategy towards China should be dictated not by this red line. The red line is if you do anything to Taiwan, where we, along with the U.S., are going to uh, fight a war with you. And Keating is saying that you, Australia is constantly looking to protect itself from Asia where it needs to protect Asia and consider it as part of Asia. If that makes sense. So he's no, like, no, he's not you saying can't... That. He's within Asia. He's saying that we should get our protection from other Asian neighbouring countries. 
Well, I, really, that's pretty hectic. Uh, maybe I, di- I didn't. Is it hectic? Yes. Bali. <laughs> no, but like in the argue, in the argument that he is giving is like a lot of people. Oars. Here's some oars. Thanks. Lady. He even talked about like the orcas handling of Which how. He, <laughs> Sorry, he's yeah. saying by like retreating into the Anglo sphere against China, which is essentially like your old partners. I agree uh, with US the Taiwan statement wholeheartedly. And, and but he also said like a few things else, which is you that know what else he said, which was great, and I'm so glad he summed it up. Classic Keating. He said that the nuclear subs deal is like throwing a toothpick at a mountain. Yeah, that's the other thing he oh. said because he's right. You're buying. <laughs> it's that's, kind of depressing to think about. She, I don't know. You're buying fun. six or seven submarines, yeah, yeah. which, by the way, will be delivered 30 years later for some reason. 30 years? I don't know how this happened. So we'll all be dead. One, one, three of us. <laughs> one out of three of us will be dead. I'm starting to realize what the nuclear sub deal is. It's just money. Yeah, it's but business. it's old school BC paying tribute to a king that has a larger army than you. Yeah. yeah, it's just a very expensive statement to China Jesus. that if you uh, mess with us, we've got some back and we're willing to arm ourselves to beat you. Yeah, at best case scenario, 2050, where we will definitely be <laughs> carbon neutral. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's Keating's point of view. But what a, what a perfect clipped line. That's great. But he's been getting <laughs> flack for it from every corner. There's literally no one who is really? supporting him. So you've got- Wait a sec, can we just break this down? Okay, collectively, the Taiwan, the thing he says on Taiwan, I think we all agree, is, is pretty fair statement. No, no, okay, okay, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the, the opposite view as well. So the opposite view to Keating is, and just playing devil's advocate, uh, no, they, yeah. they say that Keating's idea of China is based on the 70s China. Yeah, yeah. And it's not 2021 China because 2021 China is a lot more aggressive. <laughs> yeah. And they also say that um, uh, Taiwan becomes important to Australia because what happens to Taiwan uh, will dictate how China deals with its other neighbors in Asia, which will affect us. No, so I get that's that. I get their, that's their argument, which... No, but let's, I want to go through Keating's points one by one so we can all make a consensus. Like, Taiwan, do we all agree? Yes or no? No. Liar. You're a total liar, mother. <laughs> you're lying right now, aren't you, Chief Minister? No. Yeah. Chairman? No. Chairman, you're not even looking at me, Chairman. How many times do I have to say? It's He's not good. that hard. His He's job's good. all right. It's He's pretty, pretty easy. good. It's an easy job. It's an easy job. Fact. Prime Minister, easiest job in the world. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, the Taiwan thing, I get it. But do you really think it's wise to ditch the, the, the our Western um, alliances and just get defense from what? Japan and... I don't know who else. The no, 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 you're not. You're not. You're Japan and uh, what Japan was his is other also point? with you. So what was his other point? What his other it? point, like, look, his main point is, which is something he's voiced a lot. So I'm not making this up. Is like, you need to recognize the trend that yeah. where the U.S. is headed and right. where Asia is headed. So you yeah. need to formulate your foreign policy for the next fifty years can't we just based have, on where the trend is going. Can't, but can't we do that in terms of trade and have a reasonable, have reasonable progress? whatever, reasonable policy with trade with China 
and then still keep sort of somewhat political binds with with, with America. Isn't that possible? Well, no, that's what John Howard wants you to believe, and that's what the entire political apparatus. You don't think wants it's possible as well. Yeah. So, no. so the only way we can do it is if uh, the US of, doesn't instead of the Queen at QBB, we have to erect Mao. That's the only way you see forward. We can keep the Queen. And if we don't, we can go to war on that. But that is in our strategic interest. I think it's a bit... doesn't I think, matter I think if you take the Queen down. But it's sure it's a bit naive to be like, we're China's biggest ally. Uh, look, and, and I want to thank... I can't Why? remember the person's name, but someone from one of our pod because listeners actually sent me a very, very interesting okay, uh, uh, lecture video, yeah. which came from... I can't remember what institute it was, but I think it might have been like uh, one of the big defense... Insti- ANU-based defense institutes in Australia. So what it had was there was an American representative, one of their uh, professors who came and who's worked with all of the uh, establishment, and he came to pitch the idea of why Australia should go against China. Mm-hmm. And then there was the Australian sort of moderates... They didn't give space to uh, the Keating uh, um, worldview, that's but there was the moderate. And like, I'll tell you what the yeah. discussion was. So it was actually very enlightening because the, the American was basically saying in very, very plain terms, you don't have a choice. If you're, if you're not with us, you're against us. So if you decide that you want to be neutral, then America is your enemy and right. you should know that. Really? And, and he was also saying, if you side with us, then China will be your enemy. So you need to pick an enemy, and right. I would recommend you to pick us. Right. For whatever reason. That was his point of view. Very crazy. Then the, you had the moderate person's point of view, whose idea was, I don't think America is worse than China. I prefer China. But what he was voicing, which was even more scary, was that I think when there will be a war, you will lose. Don't say when. And you will have to retreat. And Australia needs to be prepared for that scenario where the U.S. loses and goes, and then you've got a victorious China attacking us after losing the war, which is the nightmare scenario. So it's there's there's this is where the spectrum of Australian politics is at the moment. Then you've got the other uh, opinion, which is the Paul Keating opinion, that it doesn't need to get anywhere of that sort. And the Bob Carr opinion. There's and the Kevin Rudd opinion. And let's the Kevin Rudd opinion. He always says, oh, we can all be French. Right. But <laughs> and let's be real, a lot of... Uh, he has a lot an American of, think tank. He has an American think tank, and he is constantly trying to tread that path narrowly, and yeah. he has done wonders in terms of diplomacy. Yeah. But man... The writing is on the wall. You can only tread that path for so long. It's yeah. getting narrower. It's yeah. getting narrow, and like, and you've always, and it's not narrow because like, our government has made that decision. We're siding with the U.S. and we're doing it very, very aggressively and yeah. blatantly. And particularly with AUKUS, actually, that was one of the points that Paul Keating was also also made that why AUKUS was such a stupid decision because not only. Do you uh, show China that you're against them by signing up to AUKUS? But you also alienate one of the biggest powers in the Pacific, which is France, by doing this. So instead of actually getting friends that will help you counter China, you're actually making enemies and pushing them toward China, who are supposed to be your friends. That's true, yeah. So basically, and he also criticized the Labour Party uh, for uh, this. So is this this is all just bloviating, and as soon as it becomes apparent that there is going to be some kind of conflict. The US actually will retreat and yeah. Australia will just hoist up a bunch of Chinese flags. No, and, and then we'll be screwed. Then you know what? Happen. Jesus, and, well, I, I don't mean, think the, so. The, the, all of this is just respecting power. 
Yeah. Australia has no principles. The US has no principles. China has no principles. It's just yeah. who has the most nukes, America. and then it gets settled out from there. Yeah. America. Yeah. No, okay, but like, well, let's just take nukes out of the... At some point, there's just going to be too many naval ships that they start barging up against <laughs> each other like, like, like it's Darling Harbour <laughs> with its yachts and taxis. And at that point, someone's going to have more yachts and they're just going to buy out those spaces and go, no, 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 we docked to that area. Yeah. And that's going to be the war. And I can, I, can, I can tell you one more thing. If that scenario comes true where we side with the US, we fight a war and like the Korean War or the Vietnam War or the Afghanistan War, US loses, they're just going to go back to their Western Hemisphere and they're going to be fine. But we will be screwed. And you know all those like worries that you have about China and their cultural hegemony? If we are losing side in this situation, Taste. that will actually come true. Because Jesus. no one is uh, nice towards losers, particularly in a war. And how much more sensible does it sound, Paul Keating's policy of, okay, the ANZUS Treaty was very helpful for us when Japan was invading and coincidentally the US wanted to invade Japan. They've never actually done us a favour. When everyone always right. sits there and says, oh, yeah, no, they really helped us out in World War II, they helped themselves. Mm. It's just we were, again, just... Nothing, some floating island out of nowhere. And they just use us as a port for mm. now. But what Ch Paul Keating is saying <laughs> is that eventually new rules are going to be written up and what we are doing is making sure that we are not going to have a table when those new trade rules are written up. I mean, sorry, a seat at the table when those new trade rules mm. are going to be written up. That's just China's going to be sitting there saying, here's the new terms. Mm. As opposed and to if we'll we have just to sat there it. and said, okay, look, the ANZUS Treaty was all well and good in 1945. Yeah. I'm sick of going to Iraq and Taiwan for no reason. You can do that if you want. They're going to say, well, then you're an enemy. What does that mean? We don't get to rip you off on shit submarines anymore. Oh, what a, what a shame. It seems like, it seems like either, either way... Bad. We're fucked it. It's a huge risk either way. Yeah, and well, it's just a huge alignment of power. And yeah. he's saying that that alignment of power is inevitably going to happen. You want to be sitting there saying, okay, well, let's try and make the new trade structure work like this, as opposed to China saying, here's how it's going I, to work. No, I understand that. I understand that. It's just, it'd be cool if we could please both powers. Which is what John Howard tried to do and could do in his time. Yeah, but his time Time's was changed. slightly Time's different. Changed. We're walking, but it uh. can still be done. The fact that there is no space here or there is a uh, is the opinion of Americans yeah. who would want us to think that way, right? I don't like all these. It uh, doesn't mean yeah. the other thing that Paul and Keating doesn't it freak you out that our national broadcaster is slamming Paul Keating going, oh my God, he said that we shouldn't have a war over an island that we have no stake or claim over that's thousands of kilometres away. Mm. Yeah. That's so strange. I, it's look, just I, so reminiscent of Iraq. I agree with the Taiwan thing. It's like, I'm not saying, I understand that Taiwan's like Hong Kong and they're going to be upset and they love the free market and everything or whatever, whatever you want, free market, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They love their, but like, Ultimately, I feel like that's not our 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 water. Our, 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 yeah, Here's water one fight. legitimate, one legitimate reason for us, Australia, and actually the rest of the world to actually care about what happens to Taiwan. Right. This is a genuine interest. Trade. Tra Taiwan is the biggest producer of uh, what are those semiconductor uh, chips? 
They go into pretty much everything. Actually, that's what? part and of And those Asian vending machines that cost $5 for a toy. <laughs> that that one we can live without. Can't we just go to Samsung? But we can't live without the semiconductors. So it's actually a huge source of supply for a lot, not just us, for the rest of the world too. So if anything that threatens to disrupt that is actually uh, going to be a problem for us. Can't we all just use Korea and go to Samsung or something? They don't have it, but I think the solution for that is to actually get Taste. other places. It's just depressing. We're screwed. Dude, we're, we're, we're screwed. Our, our manufacturing's fucked. We have no plan for the future. We have no... Infrastructure's fucked. Sydney looks like shit now. Immigration numbers are fucked. International situation's fucked. That Croatian passport's looking real nice right now. No, we still don't abandon the ship. Huh? Comparatively, do you want to be in Croatia in 30 years? Yeah, kind of. Well, Croatia's just frozen in time. They got their Kement and their Chivapi. And they're good. It's a poor country. Yeah, they, they've lived it through a lot of yeah. international conflicts. That yes, they have. They have. No power over. Yeah, and like they've just ridden it out. And it's a small country. <laughs> and they've got the fish. They got the ocean. They got the water. And it's like you know they're poor, but they're they're, they're happy. But they also have and a different strategy towards this. <laughs> Sorry. They also have a difference. This is another thing that Paul Keating was pointing out that. A lot of Australians don't realize this, and I can vouch for this opinion because I come from an area that's not Australia. You think that the rest of the world is afraid of China, and they look at US as uh, like a source of good, well, uh, good Europe versus would. evil. You think Europe would? But that's the thing. Like most of the Asian countries don't think of the US the same way we do, which is like a friend, helpful source of power, balancing act. They look at they look at a uh, US as exactly as they look at China, which is a giant superpower that's not benign by any means. So we just need to like balance our interests yep. and make sure that we don't get screwed, which is why you had countries like Indonesia, which is a big country in this area, saying like, what are you guys doing with this AUKUS thing? The other yeah. thing which is, uh, is, is important to look at, aside from the UK and Europe, I'm not saying that they're siding with China, but they're not siding with us the same way that uh, the UK did, they have a more balanced, which is essentially they have the approach which uh, I think Keating is arguing for. Mm. Is that like they're looking at the trends and they're looking after their own interests and they're saying we are concerned about China in this, 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 this uh, area, but none of these things is going to make us get into a war with them. What would, what would Albo do? What, was his, what would Albo's approach be? Albo oh, would be a lot more sensible than yeah. liberals. Definitely. The Come first on, thing that would happen everyone. is he would not have a bunch of advisors around him that are weapon salesmen. <laughs> that'd be a, that'd be a bit of an improvement, it's wouldn't just, it? Wouldn't that be uh, nice? Just having a bunch of people with PhDs in foreign policy, yeah, as opposed nice. to people saying, "You want my advice? I think you should buy the nuke subs." Yeah, the ones that I made and work for. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, 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 not those ones. <laughs> yeah, but, but Albo also <laughs> those ones are cheaper. Uh, they're worse. Trust me. Yeah, trust <laughs> me. I'm the chairman. Alba also disassociated. Uh, Alba also disassociated himself from Keating's remarks, which is the right move well, for right to win move. an election. But that's the right political move. I that's tell you, if Alba comes out supporting what Keating did, there is no way he's going to get elected in the next election. That's that's what I'm. That's it is. Exactly, yeah, that's what it was it's saying. It's so unfair that Labor has to distance themselves from their most successful leader, mm. but they kind of do. I do fully understand yeah. it. You're mm. in no well, position well, but, not but, to. But okay, if if Keating. Like obviously Keating is a uh, how how would you put it a um, legend? 
No, I was going to say he's great, but like a, a no Herman big Kane. risk taker <laughs> striding into the unknown boldly, you know, happy to change the national flag to a boxing kangaroo at the drop of the hat kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. What is his ideal situation? I mean, is, does okay, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Is there, is there not a little bit of naivety in, in regards to the, the possibility of... Uh, a, a, a policy with China that is de- uh, detrimental to Australia, even if it's done in a peaceful, you know, way. Well, he was easily the most successful p- foreign policy advocate we've ever had. Yeah, in the 80s. In the 80s. And he was setting us up for a future then of what he's screaming about now. Which was he was opening up a bunch of no, trade yeah. organizations for Asian leaders to come together that didn't exist before, where they could sit around and talk about these things. Yeah, but trade and power are different. It was just each everyone calling yeah. each other on those hilarious eighties phones. But trade and pa- but trade and sorry, Ali, I'm doing no. my trade and power are like the different things, right? Obviously, they're not mutually exclusive; they're sort of linked. But like the difference between having trade relations and and, and soft power is a different thing. That's the argument because it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's sensible to have trade relations, but if you're completely dependent on on a country... Which um, we are. I guess it's just inevitable, but I'm just saying like that relationship can... We're not holding the power there and it can be used... It could easily be used against us. Here's the thing that I think no one seems to understand is we don't have power. When people say right. we are a middle power, they mean that we have power over Fiji. Well, then it's a philosophical question. Do we, uh, does, you know, it's a, like, does does that power, does that mean that we are, it's a risk either way. I don't think we are powerless because, again, if you just look at one example of China to put pressure on us, decided to ban all coal imports. What was the result of that? True. Coal prices went off the roof. That's true. They had a coal shortage. There were blackouts in China. Um, they started importing most of their coal from Mongolia, which yeah, does not have the same sort of capacity yeah. that we could produce. No, it fucked it. it so fucked, it, it actually export. It, not just that it fucked food exports. It was like yeah, it I was, watched an ABC documentary on it, and like some poor fella from Tasmania was like, "They're not buying the lobster. I'm gonna kill myself." It was brutal. The lobster bit is something that it's actually does hamper, like yeah. the wine sales. A lot of that stuff is something that, yeah, that's where we Why actually we have suffer. such a third world economy. What is this? Like, oh no, lobster stocks are down. I know, I know. Come but, on, but like, can't we build one microchip? So is it kind of? Is it kind of just like? <laughs> is it kind of just like it's happening whether we like it or not, and we just have to hope that China is. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess diplomatic and fair with us. I mean, I, I like the idea. That's I like the, the million dollar question. You know what yeah. all of this boils down to? Well, you, you know what? Sorry. I think Kevin Rudd was doing it right. He definitely was. And I think that this is what Paul Keating is saying in his more Paul Keating way and Rudd was saying it more diplomatically because he is a diplomat by trade. Yeah. But essentially Kevin Rudd was trying to make Australia the conductor between... China and the US sort of being neutral territory where you could say, let's just hash this out. That's what it should be. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great great idea. Because it is, even though in the region it's Asia, I mean, like, historically, blah, 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 ties to the West. So it's like, couldn't we just be like the, like, 
on the Monopoly board, like pass go. It's like you are free at, parking. Yeah, free parking. Maybe that's naive. I don't know. Well, we are free parking. The right? US would say you can't have your you can't have your cake and eat it yeah, too. But I think that that's what Paul Keating's saying. Call their bluff. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's the I think so the main. Bluff. It all boils down to mm. you have one point of view, which is the Keating point of view that uh, China is not necessarily looking to revoke all the rules of the game, but they're looking to add a few extra rules which favor them because of their position. And then you've got the other you've got the other opinion that no you are mistaken. Yeah. You don't know China as yeah. much as we do and China wants to throw away the rule book and put their own rule book. And now you've just got to be like you've got to guess who's right because yeah. whoever you think is right exactly. in this scenario exactly. will form your foreign policy. Most of Australian establishment seems to think that they want to throw away the rule book. But this, and and this is where my opinion comes in. What evidence do you have for that? I you could come up with a few things that China lays claim to the southeast uh, uh, sea, but anyone that's like engaging in this like sort of cold war is going to have pressure tactics of that sort. That doesn't mm. necessarily mean that they're going to go through with it. But again, that's that's my opinion, no, 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 and no, that no, also no. happens that's to just, be Keating's opinion that's, too. That's not a radical opinion to be like to be like. Uh, the do you know economy on Earth? Well, like, do you know the answer to what they're what their uh, the psychology of the, the 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 establishment of the country is thinking. No one fucking knows. And the last point, like, which I think we have to, and this is the this is where the Panthera comes in. Um, this is Paul Keating's view. Right. I'm so happy that that guy exists, so I don't have to t take up <laughs> on this view. But his view is that there are undoubtedly human rights abuses, yeah, and there are undoubtedly certain cultural practices of China which we are not for. He makes that clear. However, he says, the question is, is it worth fighting a war for those principles? And isn't it interesting? And he thinks, no. I, don't, I think war like, should never for be... For him, Taiwan is an issue... No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...that Taiwan and China have to deal with. But isn't it always interesting that it's always just China's human rights abuses yeah, not, that matter? Not, the US's not doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Indonesia's doesn't Ooh, matter. Yeah. No, no one else's matters except theirs. And that's a Ours very don't matter. That's a very just China's. Well, yeah. ours are fine. But that's a very good. That's a very good point. It's like it's it's. It, how could you not look at it from a political point of view? When it's like, but you know, look at all these other. It, it's it's clear that that's used as a political point. Hey, it's just it's pure yeah. policy. But yeah. no, but look, this is where the cancel territory comes. Nah, in. you can't be canceled. Well, look, we let's just say we all recognize the human rights abuses, but I think the question is, I just don't want how more. far are you willing to? Yeah, go for I just, those? I just, I just don't. Because if you're going to rule out human rights abuses as we're not going to side with you, you can't side with anyone on planet yeah, Earth. Yeah, that's a fair point. It's a fair point. Well, what about Bhutan? Yeah, you can start with Bhutan, and I would love it if we did. Yeah, the, the great power, the world versus Australia, a middle and, power, and, and Bhutan. a microscopic power, Bhutan. Bhutan. Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is a, it is a, it is a, like, oh man, I've watched a, like a lot of stuff on it. And, you know, I mean, the one thing that gives me a little glimmer of hope in this is that, um, whether how true or not it is, like Jordan, you've said it, that like, it seems that China is a, is, you know, if America is, is an economy or apparently is an economy based on, on, it's an empire based on war. 
uh, you were saying China's based on infrastructure. Mm. If that's the, if that's a fact, then it's like that's something at least for me that that seem that calms the nerves a little bit because it's like, well, that's good. Well, look, <laughs> it, that that sort of stuff can change. We, you don't know in future yeah. what China's industrial complex would look like. Right. But either way, look, it's. But the thing is, right. But, but what this is the this, and this is where I am very concerned. Not necessarily about the World War stuff, but Scott Morrison, for instance. Uh, made it a point of like how he used Paul Keating's speech as like how Labour's unpatriotic in terms of foreign policy. This is a genuine discussion that should be happening. There's nothing unpatriotic about it. It's just someone with a different point of view. And yes. fuck you, you're not more patriotic than Paul Keating, the guy fucking. Yeah, you're allowed. You know, like you, you, you can't say he's not patriotic. He's proved it already. And if you live in a democracy, everyone gets a say. And especially someone that, I don't know, created Medicare. Yeah. I think he's allowed yeah, to have yeah, a say. I think say. that's a bit patriotic. Yeah. I think that's pretty fucking patriotic. Yeah. You know? So, Super. So don't make this into like a, a fucking dictatorship point where like yeah. you've got a patriotic versus unpatriotic no, that's, people. That's, a, that's this an American. Is, that's an American It's just a point of view. view. You, you This is like when you're reducing the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. literally... And it's reduced enough if yeah. you've just got yeah. ANU versus... A think tank in the US that also funds the ANU duking it out, mm. and, and that's the current debate. Dude, someone just said to Aussie Osborne, as in Aussie, like the country, said no one likes China unless they're giving them cheap labor and free trade. There is some hypocrisy here when it's like every all the manufacturing of the West comes from there. It's like it's not like we're fucking. It's not a country that like we haven't stepped footing. It's like, dude, all our shit is built there. All the companies that. Every fucking company that well, exists in the West uses it as a manufacturing hub. And it's like, now it's like, oh, but now you're getting too popular. It's like, but you liked them when they were building your cheap wares. There has to be a, some <laughs> well, fucking the US, accountability. The US Surely. and Australia wishes it was just that, which was a manufacturing hub. But it's even worse, which is what actually scares them. That they're not just a manufacturing hub anymore. They're a huge yeah, market. Yeah. No, no, I know that. So, so whatever you manufacture... Like, for example, we manufacture wine, we manufacture, like, lobsters, but we're having issues <laughs> with... <laughs> we're having... I suppose we do. <laughs> we do. What are they called? Like, like Tassel, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But we're having issues with finding stuff. a market for that, which is the scary bit, because if you're, you're essentially... By doing this, Australia... Australia's pitching it as that. Like, we're definitely losing out on our economic progress. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. obvious. But what yeah. Australia is... what. The liberal government is saying that this is a necessary thing we have to do to protect ourselves. Did the did the West, I understand that. Yeah. Did the West's investment into China with all the companies and Apple and all that shit did that play a significant role in 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 increasing China's GDP and making them grow? One hundred percent. America not, made China. Well, how is there not some accountability? What do you mean? I mean, it's crazy for America to be like. Here's your million dollars. Hey, we're millionaires. How dare you? Because Which they didn't pay happened. by the rules. That's crazy. That doesn't make sense. The, and especially when you write the rule book, which is a free market. It's, it's like this is what I like. I, I'm always I'm so into this idea now of just blowing away all the rhetoric and just looking at it from a pure raw economic perspective. It makes so much sense. From an it's just don't get put in this nitty gritty of like we don't align with China's values. What are their values? 
you know, they, they hate democracy and stuff. Well, if you're going to say that, the US has installed more dictatorships than probably any country in history. So, like, just get rid of all of that and see what it is, which mm. is just a giant chessboard, yes. you know? And when you see it like that, and then that point makes sense, that yes. when yeah. they're getting what they want out of it, China's their best friend, and then when they're not getting what they want out of it, that's it, no, you can't take Taiwan. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what's happening there. Mm. I, I, Jesus. Chomsky. Some fucking woke ass motherfucker. No, the opposite of that. Chicken based points. So you're right. You're completely. <laughs> you can. <laughs> I think we all answered the question in the previous Twitch part that you can access as part of a Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. King is the most kingly type. Dude, I mean, look, I really. Who, who can, can like? Can you argue with that point? It really. It's no. just point. It's no. just power. It's power. Yeah, it the is. point of chicken. No, it is power, but it's it's like it's an old game, it's and an the labels game, change, but the game stays, stays the, the same. same. But I think like the thing that worries me about that ultimately is if it's the old game, then we're really due for a the chess piece is going is due for a war if it's the old game. Yeah, that's not good. No, we don't want that. No, you don't want that. And I think that Paul Keating is putting the most sensible policy forward to avoid that war. With actually the nice little addition of Kevin Rudd going, well, we've just got this little, we're going to set up this embassy here. It's called the, we're going to make it look like a giant hand shaking. And uh, China can sit in that hand over there <laughs> and the US can sit there. And we'll have little speakers that you can talk I to think, each other. I think Rudd's is better than Keating's. I think Keating's is good in many levels, but I think it's just, I think Kevin Rudd is saying the same thing. He's just saying it diplomatically. So, 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 can I get any? And, and let's be honest. I, I and Jor, I don't know if you guys would agree. If the Labor Party, the current uh, sh shadow cabinet, the ones that are supposed to be in the cabinet, uh, if they win, if you ask them personally, off the record, do you agree with Paul Keating? I bet you at least eighty percent of them would be like yes. Yeah, but they're too but afraid still, to. You know what else? Say I, I would, I would argue that eighty percent of liberals, off the record, agree. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Well, there's a lot of dumb asses there. Yeah. The ones that don't have a background in real estate, <laughs> so twenty percent of them. But I still, agree. I still want to make this distinction between trade and power. Like in your ideal situation, right? Let's say we're trading; it's all fine. Like trading is back to how, how the best when it was best between China and Australia. Um, everyone's like, yeah, that's great. You know, if there's some soft power that starts encroaching, where's the line for you? Wait, why Trade is soft power. And why is soft power a bad thing? That's like... Because it can influence culture. It can influence policy. So what? That's like saying, oh, it's the same thing as like BTS and Squid Game being big in, in Australia. Not, that's a, wait, that's a bit of an understatement. Wait, sorry, can well, you define you soft is, power? Do you know, what is soft power to you? Your policies start to become affected. It's like, well, I think that you okay, should so that's, abandon that's, Medicare. That's it's like, still well, Xi Jinping reckons if we abandon Medicare, he'll up the lobsters. Let's abandon Medicare. As some no, that actually but ventures into is, hard the, power. The US would be more inclined to say that than China would. Soft power is basically... Um, so by by it's saying trade, soft, it's, it's like it's trade. Okay, it's, hard power. It's I meant hard power. I meant hard Hollywood. power. Like Hollywood okay. is soft okay, power. Okay, hard power. But what's hard power? 
How influencing policy. Yeah, yeah, influencing, influencing policy. Yeah. Infiltrating politics, infiltrating. influencing policy, war. Is that line, uh, is, could that line be crossed? What would you two be comfortable with? Whole, no, hard power line, just, I would not be comfortable with. They fantasy in their head that Australia is this free agent, as what Ali was saying before, that it's just calling its own shots and it's working in its best interests. It and it's just not. It's working as a plaything of much bigger powers than us. I, and yeah. those powers already are infiltrating Australia. Yeah. You live in that reality. That's that true. true. But are, are you saying you'd rather China do that? No, it's not a rather it's or. Not a it's not ra like, a rather. It's kind of it like a... It is a rather. You just said one or the other. You said there's no middle ground. Look, you pick your fucking side. Sometimes you, 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 you pick your side, but it's not a rather. It's kind of a, this is the reality. Can we look at how, you know, like map and terrain are different. Let's yeah. look at the terrain. Right. And that's what all of these, and I swear to God, Scott Morrison is incapable of doing that, first off. Second off, he has no interest. And I think that he does just live in a fantasy world because he's some Pentecostal freak. <laughs> and so I think that he is just looking at the map. Right. You know, like he's just, he's got this little imaginary universe of how Australia runs. I don't yeah. think he understands... He understands parts of the bureaucracy that I will never understand. Yeah, and he's like a genius marketer. But when it comes to those kinds of decisions, I think he has zero interest in that whatsoever. And it's just, again, a weapons manufacturer yeah. putting in front of him a report that has Aspie on the front of it. So it looks like it's an official Panthera, think tank Panthera, and that Panthera, becomes Panthera. its policy. <laughs> okay, but like, again, let me answer my question. If, if, if hypothetically it could come to... You know, China hard power versus American hard power. What's better? Who knows, right? Well, that's a... Well, okay, if you're looking at the map as it is... Yeah. China, as we said, builds infrastructure, you know? Yeah. The US makes its money off of bombing well, infrastructure. But, Mr. Let's not, let's not entertain those hypotheticals yeah, because it's yeah, useless yeah. activity yeah, that yeah, would just... It, it's, but I think what also we need to realize is that we're not a big player in this. We are. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to respect the fact that you're a fucking spectator here. Yeah. And you've got to just look out for yourself. Make sure whoever wins is not out to kill you afterwards. I think it's just that I look at the the the, uh, the map of the world. I'm like, it's your big little big country there. I think I just look at landmass. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it <laughs> helps. It, the landmass definitely. I think I forget definitely. that there's fucking five people in this country. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> isn't that a, is if you made the world? Isn't that the case? Like, if you made the world a hundred people, aren't we half a person or <laughs> a leg less, or something? A leg, a leg, like for a leg. Sure. We're a spleen. We're the appendicitis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're one of those organs that you can remove when it gets a little inflamed I and really, it gets chucked in the beard. I'm really going to shift my perspective of Australia because, like, I just watched, like, you know, Gary Orsham and Blokes World. I'm like, yeah, the cars are big, which means we're a big player. <laughs> like, I actually think that. All right, look, <laughs> we're, we're running out of time, so we're, well, we've got, got a, a few other segments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go on. Yeah. Go on. I've been so, thinking about this a lot in girls. You're gonna have to answer this. What girls? The oh, three yeah. that watch. Van Mole. Van Mole. <laughs> Marilini. Van Mole. This is just for Van Mole. Van Mole, what do you oh Marilini, what do you reckon? What do you reckon about this? <laughs> Sandy, if you're watching. <laughs> I don't think she's not messaging. I don't think she's on tonight. Sexiest race of men. Rare. Why? Why do you care about that? Yeah, why do you care about that? I was just at a fancy Italian restaurant the other day and the guy was ugly. But as soon as he opened his mouth and was just like, hey, hello, baby, what do you want for this? You could see my girlfriend being like, what 
giving me tip, you know. Like Are you serious? Yeah, it's just if, if oh, a fuck guy, off. think about this. What? I know, I saw that. What? Don't say it. Don't whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say well, that. Well, I can Let say it. Oh, okay. It says not Indians. Thank you very much. Wait, no. isn't that a compliment to you? Look, let's be real. We, I am Indian. No, you're not. I mean, I am. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're That's a mus- like no, Muslim. You know, I'm telling Muslim. you what it is. Muslim. But we already, you're Muslim. <laughs> You are Muslim and that's the whole thing. But this is... Yeah. I I was always thinking this. I was always saying this. When Indians were always saying, it's bullshit, we can't get any girls. Yeah, because you're not playing into your strength. Become a guru. You will have a harem. Have you seen fucking... Let's look at some of the other ones. Yes, exactly. Take it. Uh, All right, so Indonesians. Wasn't expecting that. Uh, Banmol actually says I'm a sucker for Kiwis. That is such a muso answer. Southern Tuck Europe cookie. and Sri Lanka. Aussies are the most sexy. So Tuck cookie. You're just going to get every answer, dude. You're going to get like every race on earth. How is nobody saying Italian men? Let's see. Is there one for and Italian? This is Irish? The because it's Armenians? always French and Italians are the sexiest. Russian? But don't you think that French men are little bitches? Like French Macron. women are hot though. I watched exactly the, because it's a feminine country. I watched Whereas Italy that's is true. the more masculine dude, version. I have a massive crush on the new... Uh, not new, but I watched the I watched the latest James Bond, the French girl in that. Oh, is it the one from feet. The Matrix Two again? No, <laughs> it's not Trinity. Anyway, she's <laughs> awesome. She's a very lovely girl. Uh, so yeah. someone said, uh, Sergeant Patter said Armenians. I think you mean Turkish. <laughs> oh, brutal! Damn it! <laughs> Sound effect time. Am I joking? I, uh, oh, look, I don't. I, know. I just think that honestly, if you are a bartender and you're an Italian, you're killing it. You're up there with Indian gurus. Yes, That's Madeline. the job for you. If you are sitting there being like, something to drink, a goofy, yeah. goof. Yeah, that's, that's my dream. There's no context. Yeah. Like this, what are you going to say as an Australian that is going to be better than that? Nothing. Nothing. Just order like a menu. You know how to yeah. pronounce bolognese yeah. correctly. Yeah. By the way, for, the, uh, for a lot of the world, Australian men are very hot. Yeah, just because... Because they have the image that we're all from Bondi Rescue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and, and And let's be honest, we are. They like the accent. They love the accent. I wish I had the accent, which is really helpful, but actually it wouldn't work. But you know, okay, I don't know about men. But you're you're exotic here. So it's it's, it's all about, it's all about. No, it is. (laughs) Getting less exotic. Maybe not in Parramatta, but like, you know what I mean? But like, basically like, yeah, if you're overseas, like even when I was overseas, like in England, they'd be like, say it. And I'd be like, Kangaroo, like ah, <laughs> ah, you know. So, um, uh, North Koreans are the hottest. Fra- this is my. I don't know about men. True. Twitch. I don't know about men, but for women, and I know both of you would very much disagree. Let's keep in mind we aren't on the up late. <laughs> yeah, I know, but let's be <laughs> real. Getting close. Become a patron. Become a patron. And I and I, I think I speak for a lot of men out there, Latinas. Yeah, you can't. Don't speak for me, but. Uh, <laughs> But can you disagree? Yes. Can you disagree? Yes. How can you disagree with that? Just can't. You know what me. A, give me some more Because he likes pale you. women a little too okay, much. Okay, here. This is my ideal, like, woman. I know, dead. But <laughs> <laughs> my ideal woman is a <laughs> mid-century century handmaiden that's churning butter in a basement in Kent. Yeah. She'd yeah, know how so. to do a good wristy. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Great. All that practice for tuning back. It's your fucking metaphor, yeah. They would have more practice than a current massage parlor, wouldn't for sure. they? For sure. Um, it's a serious problem for me. What about Norwegian? is best. Norwegian men. Someone, someone said Swedes. that. Jesus, someone's into trolls. Trolls? Every time I think of those people up there, I'm like, how Torbs. we have, Torbs. you have like 1% DNA of Homo erectus and we have 1% DNA of Neanderthal. They have 1% DNA of a mythic troll race that is <laughs> so true. Leprechauns. That's why they're so tall. Because they're like Hagrid. Yeah, They're dude. a little bit giant. I saw Torbs recently. He's, he's a troll. He's got a foot on me and he's and he's... 10% more chill than I last saw him. It's just <laughs> How? I don't know. How is he not that magic carpet from Aladdin yet? How do you <laughs> He'll be that chill and still be a human? He had to... Oh, I probably shouldn't say yes, it. Yes, you're saying it. <laughs> he had to come... Listen back. to this. He had to come back. He had to come back to Sydney to, quote, remember who he was because he took so much psilocybin he forgot who he was. He, there was There was like the... The, like he, his ego was diminishing at such a rate that he was like, oh, "I've got to get back to Sydney, or I won't exist." And is it incredible <laughs> that after experiencing that heavy of an ego death, all he needed was three days in Sydney's inner west to get that ego right back? Yeah. Up. Says all you need to yeah. know. Self-consciousness mixed with arrogance. What a combo! Yeah, that's what you needed, Torbs. Get that in you. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, I'm sh- I'm guessing we've answered that one. There's a AI. one more segment. Yeah. No, there's actually a few more, but let's do this one. Uh, have you guys? I know you have, Jordan. Miss, have you checked out Pauline Hanson's new animation? Actually, I have. Kent. So the controversy is, which is I think the same controversy which Trump faced when he was running for the Republican election and he went on Jimmy Fallon. Stop humanizing it just because it's like South Park doesn't change Pauline Hanson. Yes, it does. Can I? And I <laughs> soft power. Can I? And I have. I, I would. Can we also just add this? That's the best animation since Rick and Morty. <laughs> I'm calling it now. It was funny. I enjoyed it. It was very funny. What was better since then? Give me an animation that Adult Swim has produced that was funnier. I do like your mate uh, Cusack though. Stand corrected. Mm. Stand corrected. But I'm saying whoever that was, and I assume it was Pauline Hanson's nephew. Yeah, it's got to be his nep- her nephew or something. Maybe the guys that did Big Les, which I'll also include as being funnier. Mm. But they had better characters to work with. They just invented Sasquatches and then gave them Torbs' voice. That's yeah. awesome. I, but I, look, Yeah, sorry, go on. Finish that. I'm just saying, man. Like, I think nothing works better than a funny animation. There's nothing that is ever going to be funnier than an animation that gets it right. And there's going to be nothing more painful than an animation that gets doesn't it get it right. Mm. Dude, my, and my, they got it right. Dude, my take is like, I, I, obviously the zeitgeist is like, uh, Paul Keating can't talk, so Pauline Hanson can't talk. But I think I think the same applies with Keating. You should let whoever talk, <laughs> the fuck that, you know what I mean? Mm. If Keating can get a platform, like, you know, she voted. Well, she, was, she voted. Keating, it deserves a platform a lot more than Pauline. Well, she voted for the union bill. Pro union. This is this is okay. This is my opinion. This is like I grew up in a country where 
the extremist element, which you would argue in Pauline Hanson Australia's case, is about 30 to 40% of the population, which is really scary Dang. if you think about it. And from experience of that country and how to deal with this hey, extremist... They hate Indians just as much. No, they're like, dude... Uh, like I currently, <laughs> currently there's a big issue. Like, some of them have just one point agenda, which is do not, do not insult the prophet. That's all they care about. And anyways, but my point Fair. is, this is this is what I have, I have uh, all that noticed. political power aimed at one thing. When you've power. got when you've got extremist elements in your society mm. that you would ideally not want them to like contribute to the general rhetoric, the one thing. You, you've got two options. Either you mainstream them or you ostracize them, right? There's Yeah, right. You, so, can't, you can't just uh, do the Alex Jones thing and try to just... Well, that's ostracizing. Oh, I suppose that is So basically, you do not give them a platform. My, What I have noticed, and this is mostly coming from extremist Islamic elements, that if you ostracize them, they usually become a lot more radical and extremist. Mm. If you mainstream them, because they have to sell their ideas in the marketplace, mm. and most people are moderates, they have to tone down their rhetoric a little bit. So go. what I'm saying is the best way to actually, I know this is, this exactly. is gonna be- I don't think one nation's gonna win the Northern beaches. Exactly, and if you, if you ostracize <laughs> them too much, they might, well, they still won't win, but they might actually become more popular because then they get the martyrdom thing going for them. So. And on top of that, you've got to like you've got to let them participate in the marketplace of ideas, and that will be a moderating force. That's my opinion. Dude, that's the best now, opinion. Now, the other point is, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to look this up, but I think One Nation might be the only minor party that isn't leeching votes off the Labor Party, except for in that one Musselbrook seat. Right. But usually, I think that they damage the Liberal Party vote. And if you look at their record, yeah, they vote with the Liberal Party ninety percent of the time. But Pauline Hanson is the reason that we don't have Work Choices 2.0. Yeah, she voted against that. Mm. And Jackie I'll Lane. take it. Huh? And Jackie Lane. Yeah, yeah, well, she was always going to do that. Look yeah. at her. Yeah. Kids, just give them a go. Um, <laughs> I think Ali said it pretty pretty concisely, really. It's yeah, the, of like, course. But on top of that, like, I hate this point of, like, you're enabling her. What the fuck? It's a funny video. I can guarantee you this. It's not going to change a single vote. Yeah, mm. and like... I watched it. I thought it was mad. Am I going to vote for her? Well, Mark <laughs> Latham changed over. Maybe. Maybe he was on just you, you, <laughs> you don't even have to get your playbook from like uh, Islamic countries, like I said. You just look at the Trump election. Yeah. We tried to do the same thing with Trump, or at least the Americans did, which is to shun him away from like mainstream media. And guess what? He won. Yeah. yeah. And he's a... Uh, and I'm assuming that it's all ABC types that is saying this kind of stuff. Seeing as Pauline Hanson did that, I'm assuming on a budget of like five grand. How about if you're so worried about that, you make some good Australian content for once? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a good alternative? That thing cost cost five grand. No, oh. how much do you think it cost? A hundred bucks. Ma yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> probably. I was being a bit generous there. I mean. That's a fair, fair call. Fair call. I I'm mean, sick of this. I'm sick to death of those people creating shit art with our tax dollars, almost limitless as well, because it's just concentrated in so few hands, sitting there going, "No, you can't watch that. Build something better. You have the resources. Yeah. Make a make a show that Australians actually want to watch instead of just making another play that should be entitled "You Should Be Ashamed of Yourself." <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I I think that the uh, 
the the and the, I the, the public purse could do with like more entertaining stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be a good start. By the way, just a question, and this is genuinely a question because I'm not sure. When Pauline Hanson went to jail, mm. when she came out, wasn't she more popular? Yes. Really? So you that is a very clear example of what happens when you ostracize someone, which is literally putting them in jail, and they come out as a hero I and they get that. even more votes. Yeah, Guess what that. would have happened if you hadn't sent her to jail? She wouldn't have gotten nearly those kinds of votes because like people don't thing? sympathize. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. It's like uh, people get pissed off when you're forcefully ostracizing someone. Mm. So even if they don't necessarily believe in everything that she says and they're somewhat sympathetic, by you shunning her, they definitely go onto their side. When she comes mm, back yeah, yeah. and she has to like compete, they're like, oh, I don't know. Dude, like, it's, it's like points fine, but like liberals are good too and I get to save taxes. So what I'm saying is like, uh, then th there's no additional motivation for them to go for the martyr because there is none exists. Dude, it's, mm. it's 1984 thought police shit. You either are a dictatorship and there's like everything censored or all ideas are on the table. You can't and fucking pick and choose. What idea was she saying in those videos that was so egregious? It was like Green's talking points of, did you know that, you, that you've got preferences? You've got preferences. That was her point. Yeah, and calling... Uh What's his name? A beetroot. <laughs> yeah. And I thought the where's Porter line, gold. It was funny. It was yeah. funny. <laughs> Every no, it line was in it made me laugh. There yeah. wasn't one point where I thought, nah, that skipped a beat. Yeah, it was It was actually pretty and funny. the caricatures were on point. They were. I, it was, I was kind of just like, oh. And you know leave, what? I leave think Alba alone. Like when it was like CFMU, I'm like, why do you have to make Albo look so evil? Like, I don't think that that is because of my bias. I honestly think that that was the weakest caricature, yeah. which shows that Albo is doing a bang up job. That they can't turn they can't. into a caricature because he's not like oh, exactly. exactly yeah. I've got and also. I've got to say, they've done something that I have been trying to do for the last three years, which is turn Scott Morrison into some sort of a caricature. Mm. And then I was just like, Hawaiian shirt. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> I probably shouldn't. You don't like these Journeys merch? Get Neither out of here. I. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be looking at the comments, but I'm getting a lot of hate. And the uh, the, the crux of it is, Ali, uh, also Ali, give racists a public platform. I, can I just say something? Look, such I a, obviously a... I am going to be against racism. Like, it's really detrimental to my own interests. However... Just by not giving them a public platform, racism doesn't evaporate. Like, it still exists. You're just, it's like putting things under the carpet. Yeah. And when you put it under the carpet, you don't know how it's developing and how it might come out later at some point. <laughs> what do you mean, give them a public platform? What? You want her banned from YouTube? Is that your idea? I think that's scenario? what they're saying. But, I like, so. what, but by banning her, she doesn't go, she doesn't go away. And like, also, here's the other thing. She is not going to win an additional seat because of that cartoon. Yeah, it's just a very Netflix opinion, isn't it? It's like, I saw it on TV. It's like, YouTube? Yeah. What? Let's, let's try just, to... No, I'm sorry. Let's, well, let's such let's, a bad... Let's point. aim at the big fish here and try to de-platform Gary Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's Foo Fighters covers suck. Hey. Don't say things you can't take back. Hey, I thought I, it was better than the original. I know you don't want to see <laughs> for me. But pay this. It was better than the original. It's not saying much. But yeah, I'll pay that. Uh, his voice like... Uh, 
got a waste. Here's the thing. I you? will pay Foo Fighters, and this is where I think you're right. We should make that the main aim. Instead of focusing all of your hatred and contempt on Pauline Hanson, focus it on the big fish. Can, until the Foo Fighters comes up with an album name that isn't utterly ridiculous, <laughs> let's focus on deplatforming them. We, by the way, have, I think, like five Foo Fighters posters around the office. Yeah. Yeah. But as memorabilia, it's kind of like the Holocaust Museum, right? Just so yeah. we know not to do that again. Concrete and gold. Minutes to midnight. Min- Minutes at midnight? Medicine at midnight. Oh, medicine. Medicine, medicine. medicine at midnight. It's so good. Okay, uh, Jordan, and we've got to do it because you told me to do this on the pod, which I wasn't going to. This is the yes. last segment, Miss. Yeah. So this is this wasn't supposed to be a segment. I wanted to talk to you about this privately. Oh, great. No, no, let's do it on public platform live. So, uh, but Jordan thought it would be a fun thing uh, yeah. for the pod. So, Miss, you know how I helped you moved? I helped yeah. you. Mo- I helped you move. Yeah. And you gave me a guitar as, as a payment. gift. Yeah. So you know where this is going, don't you? No. You I, a band? I have... New metal song. No. Oh, my God. What? I have brought that guitar back and I have to give it back to you. Why? So uh, I, I let, sh- maybe, maybe we should let the guitar do the talking. That's okay. Music's its own language. No, but like the guitar... Okay, so... And oh. I swear to God, I, I don't want to do this on the pod. I, and I... I I what? promise you, I am not lying when yeah. I say this. Yeah. Ever since I took that guitar home, yeah. My dog, yeah. Rumi, yeah, has been freaking out over my guitar. He, I kept this because what? he doesn't enter into my room. He keeps barking at it. What? He thinks it's insane. So I actually, and this wasn't. I thought he was just afraid of the stickers or something. Yeah. So I literally kept it in my closet without him being there. Yeah. He can still sense it. He comes, he, he looks at my closet, he barks, and he runs away. So what? I, Don't act so surprised, Miss <laughs> No, are you kidding me? I personally have think- Have you looked at your guitar? I can't have it because my dog would I've just like literally uh, ball up in a corner and wouldn't do anything. This is- But I think- This is fucking mental. This it, is witchcraft. It yes. might be cursed. It's the trampoline. I'm sorry. Can we look at this guitar? Yeah, let's analyze And it. you determine whether it's cursed. Let's get the poll going, but okay, first you're okay. going to have to judge this. All right. We're going to start with the most egregious offender first off. Homer Simpson as Dr. Zoidberg. There you go. That's the one. Hey. <laughs> yeah. What were you thinking? I didn't make that. I like it. But okay, I'll go okay. one by one. I like. I, I think it's very funny because it's mashing them two, mashing up two together. Yay! Let's go to the second scariest one then. Miss Love in Year Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I did. When I was handing over the guitar, I did think like maybe I should take the passport photo of me. Nah. I think I figured out why it might be cursed. You put an upside down cross on it. Is that why you have to wear the gold necklace with the cross on it to cancel out the bad juju? <laughs> I can't believe this. This is blowing up right in my fa- 
let's go every single one because this is insanity. Have you got any? Like, Everything on it is move, so offensive. What about move like FX? This, this mutant over here, <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sticker on the other side, just for good measure, that says "Stick it to the man." Stickers. Well, that's necessary. What? A crossbow. I mean, sorry, a skull and crossbones, but with skaters. What, mm, what? Someone definitely didn't grow up on the North Shore. <laughs> what about the fucking move FM? Yeah, uh, put over the top with a beer, of course, because those are your priorities in life. Yeah, the uh, radio station where you had a budging career in radio, but this is what you prioritise more, being a bartender. Um, Go back to the other side, is there anything? We're trying our best. <laughs> well, it's glad to see that you were really into motivation before I taught you about self-help. <laughs> this is Doctor No Effect. This is... This is a cursed guitar. Dude. How many bad omens and symbols do you want to put on it? I this is the back. I can't believe this. This is blowing my mind. On a black guitar. <laughs> it's just, I tried to get, I was trying to get rid of it. It's just, I came it You tried to get rid of it, he did. No, I didn't. You I tried didn't. to curse no, it. I wasn't trying to get rid of it. I love that guitar. It's my first guitar. I wasn't trying to get but, rid okay. of it. It was a gift. And people are thinking that we're pranking you, but I swear to Allah, not a single word of what I've said is false. I oh, really man. can't take that home. This is- Look, I love Lithgow. Well, so do I. <laughs> but it's also a really powerful statement to put on something that you're putting all of your dreams into. Yeah, that's where I want to end up. Right here, the real Hollywood of Australia. <laughs> Just this scary Antifa cunt at the bottom, <laughs> giving the finger. Sideshow Bob, yeah, the least evil Simpsons character. <laughs> And Bart falling into a well. <laughs> it is evil. There's not one positive symbol on this guitar, <laughs> and you're wondering why the dog is freaked out. I, I never realized. I, this is just my brain. <laughs> like I've just never realized I'm giving you a satanic instrument. I didn't. This is like, like I've never. <laughs> I just got, are you are you serious? One hundred percent, dude. I, and I'm not kidding. I swear, I, to can't I kept this, this so to hide it from my dog. Yeah, I kept it in my uh, closet. Right, close the door so you can see it. Yeah, because he would often sleep in my bed. So he usually would sleep on where my feet are. Yeah, on the footrest. Yeah, that was his like that because that guitar was in the closet. I don't even know how Rumi knew that yeah. it was in the closet. He would stay the fuck away from the foot, <laughs> and he would come right next to me, and he would snuggle, and he would hide it, and he would cry. It, now you think that cursed. this dog is afraid of other things? I swear to God, Miss Love, this is the only thing he's afraid of. Dude, I don't know what to, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm, I don't know what to tell you. Look, I'm utterly shocked. The only, I mean, look, the history of the guitar is that I did buy it off my neighbor in high school. It was my first guitar, second guitar that he sold to me because he quote needed money for weed and the guitar the guitar did just sit in his room and there was so many so much billowing weed smoke and cigarette smoke that see that 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 the, the pick guard mm -hmm. the the tap it you know what i'm talking about jordan no no, no the, that part the white yeah that's supposed to be white and it's yellow because of all the cigarette and weed smoke but that's not satanic yeah but maybe every single sticker on it <laughs> Might have added to the fact that it, it, I mean, come on, this. You know what this reminds me of, Miss. What? And 
People in the comments, first off, we need to know, is Miss Love's guitar cursed? Yeah, but the second Please tell me, because I, I didn't give it to you. I didn't I didn't I wasn't just like you just keep on walking. I was trying to be nice. Okay, we've got a few questions. I was trying to be nice. Do you have wooden floors, Ali? Could the strings reverberate and the dog is just puzzled? First of all, no, I don't. He wasn't playing it. I swear I it's 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 cursed. Bizarre. I honestly, even if I knew that that guitar wasn't cursed, I couldn't keep it in my house. Like my dog dude. would refuse to come into the room. Dude, this is um, I, I, like I'm impressed. I'm, I'm, I'm just don't know. What but can it's, I ask it's you really a question? Really scaring me because there's a Goosebumps book that two pointed out. Yeah. Where I can't remember what it was. I think it was like some relic that was an egg that this archaeologist was trying to find and this tribe had. And yeah. once you grabbed the egg, you were cursed and you could never find your way home. So there was no nomadic tribe wandering the oh forests of North America that could never find their way out. Oh, my God. And then they gave the egg over to them. But the trick was that the archaeologists had to legitimately want it and they had to legitimately argue against it yeah. before handing the egg over. And then as soon as he got it, the last sentence was, we got it. Now, which way was out? Dude. How fitting for this dog-related story. Dude, it is a... It's a cursed instrument. But it's I didn't cursed. Can, can I ask you a question? Ever since you've given it to me, yeah. have, has anything changed in your life? Yes, it did. Well, I did yes, move it did. out, but that was during. I moved out. That was nice. And now I'm in a new place. And how is it? Good. Really good. I bet if we throw oh this God. under a steamroller and see it destroyed, it'll end up in Miss Love's house tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the same fucking guitar. This I, is the guitar from you, hell. <laughs> I just say so. I don't, know, I, 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 I don't have any anecdotes. I don't have any witty remarks. I'm shocked and progressively by the minute getting more and more terrified. It is, it, it was really strange because just before that, my accountant said, make no mistake, Jordan, because he was a concert pianist in the former Soviet Union yeah. and now he's an accountant here. So he's a brilliant man. But he said something and as soon as he did, it rang in my ears yeah. and then this happened. But he said, make no mistake about it, Jordan, music is a curse. And it picked up. In my ear, He's because right. all of the musos from Newtown started flashing before me in their BWS name tags, <laughs> one after the other. He's right. He's a, he's a smart dude. He's a smart man. It is a fucking curse. I just it is a curse. It's just a black hole that I funnel cash into. But this one literally has a black hole on it. <laughs> I just didn't think the fucking instrument was cursed. I don't know what to... severed monkey paws. Can I also ask you a question? Did yeah. your dogs, when you were living in Lithgow, yeah. did they ever like do anything funny with that guitar? No, I can't say they did, but... No, I can't say they did, but the thing is like... Well, I'll give you this. When yeah. Zeus lived there, he really, if ever, entered the sunroom, which is where this was. I was going to say, the sunroom wasn't entered much by the dogs. And I think that that guitar might have been at my mum's house for quite a while. Yeah. Ow, 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 You're ow. taking it. 
I literally okay. cannot. Even if I think it's not cursed, like no, 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 for my dog's welfare, I cannot. Jordan, maybe well, uh, look, continues. is there anyone that's a psychic in the audience? <laughs> what do we do with this? Because I do think that we need to put it in that museum in, you know, that horror f- film that you know they put uh, all the cursed stuff behind glass uh, cabinets, like the night, like like that. What was that one called? Night at the museum. Let's it? put it this way. Does anyone want to buy this? Because yeah. I don't want Miss Love having it either. I don't want it here. <laughs> I would rather sell it. I would rather sell. I don't... I can't believe that this never crossed your mind. I'll get rid of the curse for grand. <laughs> he wants a thousand bucks to take it. I was thinking more you give us a grand. Um, no, I, does anyone want a cursed guitar? Yeah, I guess. Does anyone want... I mean, maybe maybe we can just send it some to someone and... Well, one of the... I just... You're talking to the wrong person because I am a self-admitted medieval gypsy, but yeah, this does have a lot of bad omens on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it. It does. It fucking does. Oh, it's so weird to see it Ali, again. should you put up the lyrics to Highway to Hell and we'll get Miss Love to play us out? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Oh. You want, so you want like karaoke? <sighs> I just need a guitar pick. <laughs> You don't need that. No. What about this? Does that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, no, actually, no. I need a coin. Where's my fucking wallet? Oh, it's out here. I've got one. It's time to rock. What, what's everyone saying? Did they one. do a poll last Yeah, time. some people were like, we'll take it. Uh, I'll give you $20 for it. <laughs> I'll take it, boys. You have to be Maybe like, it, it, it need, no, it needs to be one of our patrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we can auction it off. To a I'll, I'll do like do a I'll do like a up. Patreon post or something. I would also like to do this experiment where just before that, Miss, can you put this back in your house for a week and tell us if your life goes to shit? Yeah, for sure. I'll do that. Let's It'd see. It's so weird that if we looked underneath his jumper, all of a sudden he has a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> it just came, man. It just came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then fucking, and then like, and then like, I get the new house. I'm just like, boys. I've got COVID. <laughs> no, we're going to do that experiment. And then what we'll do is we'll, we'll discuss an auction on the, uh, on the Patreon. But I want to try that now because I'm, that's, that's so weird, dude. But, but I promise you, dude, I promise you, I wasn't just sort of like, I wasn't just like, yeah. Jesus. Because you yeah. also, I wasn't, that wasn't. You also spooked me. Cause remember when I asked you for that marble, yeah. even though it wasn't for this, you were like, well, I wasn't going to give this marble to anyone, but because you have asked for it, this is the only way I can give you this marble. Oh, God. That but was, I said that was for good luck. I mean, it's just got such a bad beginning to it as well that you bought this for weed money. I know, no, he, I, I bought it off someone. That's he what I'm saying. That, yeah, that exchange no. there. That's an evil exchange. Again, I'm the wrong person to be talking about this. No, but it it's is. It's a bad omen. I think it's a bad start. It's a bad weed. start. Uh, when you buy me my guitar, I need weed, weed money. Uh, okay. It's not a great, it's not a great start. Well, that was Actually, our show. I am legitimately yeah. scared by this. Let me just say. <laughs> I it's am not too. a joke. No, I know. It's just fucking funny, dude. I'll play us If you don't believe me, bring this, come to my house with this no, guitar. No, I, be- I believe And trust me, just look at my dog <laughs> when think, he sees the guitar. Do you think he'd do it with a, a, a guitar that isn't covered with I used to have crosses? another. I used to have another guitar. Remember Shit. I told you how my brother took it back to Queensland? Uh, it used to be in my room. He never got freaked out by that guitar. Damn. It's only this one. That's What's Band Mole's view on this? She wants, she wants, she wants the, the guitar. She, she wants it. 
Which is scary because it's just like, curse? Yeah, come on. Can't get more cursed. Yeah. Which, you know. Something- I'm dating a demon. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm gonna try the experiment, and I think we should still. It'd be cool to auction it off, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It, is I, Sandy listening? I don't think Sandy. I, I don't think she is here. Limmy's on. But we'll, we'll we okay. can we can auction it off, and we'll give the money to the charity of your choosing. Sounds good. Can I be a charity? <laughs> no, no, we'll, no, we can do that. We can do that. That His sounds like love fun. needs weed money fund. <laughs> this the actually uh, that would be to send money to charity would be like a would be like a, a cool way to like cr- to to break the, the curse maybe you know. Um, but then that charity will go out of business. <laughs> well, people are saying you rightfully s- should be spent on weed. People are saying you've got to send it to Gary Awesome. Uh, yes, <laughs> that would be funny. But he would just look. What's your shit? Lease Paul or Bass? I'm not playing straight. That's all he'd say. <laughs> Because he rocks so hard, he needs the fucking Guns N' Roses guitar, you know. Well, of course. Do you want to play this us out? Satanic enough. It's fucked, and like let let, let, them, uh, let that's them how close. you end. You play, you play like we're this gonna, highway to hell. Yeah, Jesus. Here's man. the sign up to Patreon. We've got more blue material. Oh, you want to? You want to? Uh, do I? I yeah. suppose I do. Do the best Bond Scott, don't I? All right. How, how does it go again? Okay, uh, does it go like this? Yeah, it does. Go both. <laughs> so apt, so apt, because it's like highway to hell on a cursed guitar. Take it away, George. Living easy, living free. Season ticket on a one way ride. Asking nothing, leave me be. <laughs> Taking everything in my stride. Don't need reason, don't need rhyme. Ain't got nothing I'd rather do. Going down, party time. My friends are gonna be there too. Dark. I'm all the way to the promised land. We're all going to hell. I'm on the highway to hell. Highway to hell. I'm on the highway to hell. Highway to hell. Solo? Oh, is that going to work? Time to rock it. <laughs> Fuck. 
Three, four. Highway to see you next week and uh, consider becoming a patron to listen to the up late and I'm going down I'm on the highway to hell I'm on the highway to hell you know that song is quite satanic <laughs>